eternal father indeed you are an incredible God Bible said that when you led them in the wilderness none of them thirsted it is because you are an incredible God and Lord tonight we come unto you knowing that you are incredible and there is nothing beyond your ability there is nothing impossible with you tonight in the name of Jesus bless your word let your word bring somebody a relief a permanent solution an answer to a long-standing prayer let the prayer of somebody tonight be answered let something that is hidden be revealed let somebody receive direction because you are an incredible God you are an incredible God and there is not nothing impossible with you online and in-house bless everyone let our ears be opened and let the revelation of your word hit our heart and by the revelation of your word may you expand us and position us in our rightful positions in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus every door I knock you shall we take our seats in heavenly places your blessings over our lives is immutable in Jesus blessed and mighty name somebody shout me a very believing amen. amen hallelujah glory be to Jesus somebody give a clap unto the Lord amen how many of us know that tonight is a special night hallelujah now, you got to understand that God does not have a special day. Every day is special when you decide it. I'll say it again because some people did not get it. Listen, God does not have a special day. Sometimes people think that, oh, maybe God has a special... God doesn't have a special day. Every, Bible says that this is the day that the Lord has made. <laughs> so, every blessed day is a special day from God. But your understanding and your ability to make the day special determines how much you receive from God. So sometimes, you caught it. Sometimes some people may say that, well, it is a special service. There is nothing like a special service. Every service is special. It is the heart and the attitude with which you appear that determines how much you carry away. Hallelujah. Somebody laid by the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. I mean, I can't think far. 38 years. 38 years. 
And then he said, every time I want to enter into the pool, somebody comes ahead of me. And now he began to give excuses. So all his life, he began to, 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 to put the responsibility of his life on other people. Anytime you begin to complain, what you are doing is that you are shifting the responsibility upon you onto other people. Hallelujah. The Bible says that one day Jesus got there. And when Jesus got there, he, said, he, he was thinking that it must be a special day before healing can be. Because when Jesus asked him, he said, do you want to be made whole? He said, well, the waters have not been stirred. And even if the waters are stirred, even if it is a special service, even if it is a special call service, maybe it is three nights of vengeance, or maybe it is the night of supernatural encounter. Listen, one of the things that I have witnessed in my personal work with the Lord is that, Pastor Shana, most of the time, the time that the Lord blesses me most in services are the services that doesn't look like it. Yeah. Because... The, the Lord doesn't have any... Please, help me tell somebody the Lord doesn't have any special day. Tell another person, God doesn't have any special service. So tell the person, tonight, you can take whatever you want. If only you want. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Give a clap unto the Lord. So, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I will be starting, hopefully, because I don't believe that I may finish with this particular topic today. Of course, the whole of this month, we are talking about living a supernatural life. Is it not powerful? And, and last Wednesday, I started talking about living the supernatural order of life by understanding your identity. The greatest problem of the world today is identity crisis. Many people do. And listen, that is the plague of the world. Yeah. If the enemy will be able to get you not to know who you are, he'll be able to get you to disobey. Because it is only when you don't know who you are that somebody can suggest who you are to you. Yeah. And the day you lose fact of who you are, you lose your authority because your authority is connected to who you are. Yeah. That is why anytime Jesus will appear at a place, they say, one day Jesus appeared before Pontius Pilate. He said, who are you? He, he didn't mince words. <laughs> Hallelujah. They came to ask John the Baptist. They said, who are you? He's, he didn't mince words. Anybody that became a giant in the things of God was somebody who knew who he was. Their identity was not compromised. All these things that you hear in the world, it is, it is the problem of, if the identity crisis of the world is solved, many problems of the world will be solved. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I will leave it there for another occasion. And so today, I'm continuing with living the supernatural life, but I'm talking about through divine direction. Okay? Accessing the supernatural order of life by divine direction. Brothers and sisters, in life, the greatest blessing you can ever have is to be directed. When you are directed, especially when you are going to a place that you don't know, or you are going to do something that you've never attempted before, and you receive direction, it makes it, number one, easier. It makes it beautiful. You enjoy. Many people get frustrated doing something for the first time because they were not directed. So they have to find a way out. 
And by the time they, they come back around and then they make many unpardonable mistakes, the joy of the thing even leaves them. The joy of the thing even leaves them. Many people, um, I, I, I don't like using this example, but I got to use it because it's true. Many people are tearing in marriages because they were not directed. So the thing that is supposed to be enjoyable now become tearing. When life, listen, and, and, and I, I keep on saying that nobody has lived life before. This is your, maybe this is your first attempt at life. Have you lived today before? Have you lived tomorrow before? So it means that we are all trying or attempting tomorrow. How can you attempt something that you have never done before without seeking direction? So people make a lot of unpardonable mistakes. And by the way, listen, brothers and sisters, the supernatural order of life is the actual life that God wanted for man. When God created man, God intentionally gave the mandate of man in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28. And I love this scripture. Can we probably start reading from there? Genesis. Look at that. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion. Somebody say dominion. dominion. You see? So the Lord created us to have dominion over all the things that he had created. Now look at verse number 27 and 28. He said, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Verse 28. And God blessed them and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion over it. This is the mandate that God had for man. That is why in Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 19, man, one person, single-handedly determined the names, the identity, the nature, the fabric of everything that God had made. And it was so. Supernatural life. Supernatural life. And listen, look at the scripture in verse 19 again. Now, uh, uh, Genesis 2, 19. Listen, he said that, and out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air. The thing that the Lord had given man dominion over in verse 26 of Genesis chapter 1. And Bible said that, and the Lord brought them all unto Adam to see. So the Lord was expecting Adam to determine their nature, their fabric. He brought them unto Adam to see what he, what he Adam, will call them. And look at the next statement. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, God confirmed it. That was how it became. That was the supernatural order of life. Where the things that God had created were under the subjection or under the authority and the dominion of the man that he had created. Because he created us so that as he is in heaven, we will be so on earth. Praise the name of Jesus. So man naturally was, was created to live a supernatural order of life on earth. When sin came in, man now lost it. So now man was living a natural order of life. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, the supernatural order of life was because man had that kind of fellowship or that kind of contact with, with, with God. Okay? So God superimposed. Now, the supernatural order of life means the God kind of life in the affairs of man. Man living the God kind of life. That is what is called the supernatural life. Anytime you hear the supernatural, supernatural, we are talking about the supernatural identity of God superimposed on the natural. So it's like 
a man marrying a woman and then the identity of the man is now upon the woman. Hallelujah. So it's like the person now puts behind her own last name and then takes on the last name of the man. So it is God superimposing his nature on man's nature. That is called the supernatural. When God superimposes his nature upon your nature, your nature is hidden. So you operate in the capacity of God. It is like somebody who has been intoxicated with alcohol. They come and then they begin to speak to you anyhow. Later on, they tell you that I was speaking under the influence of alcohol. When the supernatural becomes your natural, you begin to live the superimposed nature of God in a natural world. So you become unpredictable. You appear at a place, things are not working, things begin to work. You get to situations and circumstances, they are thinking that this is the natural order of life. But because you are working with the supernatural upon the natural, you begin to turn things around. And I'm speaking to people who after this month, the supernatural order of life will be so evident in our lives. It will be so evident in our lives. That is how God created us to be. To live in the supernatural. Now, so when sin came in, we lost it. So the coming of Jesus, like I always say, was to bridge us back to that position. So you are born again, you are born into a supernatural order of life. See? Okay, man of God, why is it that um, I'm born again, but the same things are happening? Because when you are born again, it is the starter to the supernatural order of life. You must now get into the position of gleaning keys. Getting keys. So when you read the book of John, chapter 3, verse 3 and 5. In verse number 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus, Nicodemus had come to Jesus in John chapter 3, verse 1. He's a master. The kind of life that you are living, it amazes us. It is a supernatural life. From verse number one. Can we start from verse number one? Now look at that. Bible said that there was a man of the Pharisees. His name was Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. Why? He said, because the kind of life you live. He said, for no man can do these miracles. Somebody said, no man can do these miracles. Except God be with him. And then Jesus wanted Nicodemus to understand that this is the reason why I came. So he said, look at the next verse. Then Jesus answered and said, Nico, this, is not, this shouldn't be a surprise to you. Verily I say unto you, except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So when you become born again, you have the access to see the kingdom of God. But seeing the kingdom of God doesn't mean that you partake in the benefit of, God, of, of, of the kingdom. Being in America doesn't make you a participant of the benefit of America. Except you understand what to do. And then the next verse, then Nicodemus said, how, how can a man be born again? And then Jesus said in verse number 5, he said, except you are born of the next verse, verse number five. He said, except you are born of the water and of the spirit. He was talking about getting the keys of the kingdom. So you are born again. You lifted up your hand. From today, I receive Jesus as my Lord and personal savior. It is not enough. You have just entered into the first rank of the ladder. Now, you now must pursue after keys. 
you now must pursue after keys. And that is where responsibilities come in. So when you are born again, now what must I do in order to enjoy the benefit of being born again? Somebody say keys. So what did Jesus say? He said, the son of man came, John 10, 10. He said, but I have come that you might have life and have it what? And have it what? Praise the name of Jesus. How was Adam and Eve able to live this supernatural life? They were having fellowship with the Lord. They had constant fellowship with the Lord. They knew who they were. If you want to put it in points, you can say that number one, they had constant fellowship with God. Bible said that they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. They number two, they knew who they were. Before Eve was deceived, they knew who they were. That is how come they were able to name all the animals. The third thing is that they were led by the Lord. Everything that brothers and sisters, the Lord wanted them to do, he led them into it. Number four, you can say that they had vocal authority because God confirmed everything that they said. They had vocal authority. In other words, the supernatural order of life gives you vocal authority. Praise the name of Jesus. Because God confirms everything that the supernaturally person says with signs, wonders, and miracles. So a relationship with Jesus is the first step into that order of life. Now, when you have that relationship, you now move on to accessing, to accessing, to accessing the keys in order to be in order to become supernaturally manifested. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, one of the greatest keys in the kingdom that will let you live the supernatural order of life, ladies and gentlemen, is called divine direction. Somebody say divine direction. So God wants us to live the supernatural order of life because that is how he created us to be originally. That is how he created us to be. Sin reduced us. To a natural life. Jesus came to restore us. To that supernatural order of life. Praise the name of Jesus. Now so when or in other words. That, that one of the major keys. In accessing the supernatural order of life. When you are now born again. Is the key of divine direction. Many believers are being led by themselves. Some are also being led, unfortunately, by devils. Judas was with Jesus. He was led with, by a devil. Jesus broke the bread and he said, they said, he said, one of you will betray me. They said, hey, who is that going to be? <laughs> then I can see the disciples watching their faces. Is it going to be you? Is it going to be you? Is it going to be you? And Jesus said, the one whom when I break the bread and I put in the soap, I dip in the soap, I give to, he'll be the one to betray me. So they were all watching. Jesus broke the bread, put it in, gave it to Judas. Still, Judas betrayed Jesus. Isn't it not powerful? When the devil is... Le- you see, you got to understand. Sometimes people think that once you are born again, um, the enemy can't have access to you. The devil uses many believers more than unbelievers. The devil doesn't need unbelievers to use them. They are his own. No, think, think about it. They are his own. He doesn't need them to use them. If there are people that he's interested in using, it is you and I. Hallelujah. Broke it. Gave it to Judas Iscariot. Judas took it. Everybody was watching him. 
And then Jesus looked at Judas again. And he said, friend. Look at how he addressed him. He said, friend, that which you must do, go and do it now. Uh-huh. You are saying, you are saying, uh, and he rose up, left from amongst them, went and betrayed Jesus. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> so there are believers who are being led by the devil. The Bible says that the enemy can come as an angel of light. Very deceptive. You see, that is why Bible says, carry the spirit of discernment. When you are living the supernatural order of life and you are not carrying the spirit of discernment, ladies and gentlemen, there is a possibility that the devil can lead you. You might think that you are being led by the angel of the Lord. Yeah. That is why it is very important to be led divinely. Divinely. Here we are, we have never lived life before. And we want to attempt it. The one that created life, is it not wisdom to consult him? Hey, Lord, you created today. You created tomorrow. Please, what is today about? What is tomorrow about? But we say that, no, we will apply academics. We will apply economic principles and indices. <laughs> we will apply experiences. Hallelujah. Oh, in our family, we all, everybody in our family marry a very fair lady. So we will marry fair lady. I'll marry fair lady. You marry fair lady, you are entering into your grave. Hallelujah. Hey, somebody say, hey. When you are not being led by the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, when you are not being led supernaturally or divinely, you make unpardonable mistakes in life. Praise the name of Jesus. It is a major key in accessing the supernatural order of life because God is supernatural. So if he leads you, he leads you in the way of the supernatural. Listen, there are certain things that you don't have to pray for. You only have to be led into. Give me Isaiah 48, Isaiah 48 and verse number 21. And then Deuteronomy. You give me Deuteronomy chapter um, 2 and verse number 26. But give me Isaiah first. Look at Isaiah 48 and verse number 21. Can we all read it? Ready, go. And they thirsted not. When? Come on, when? When? Okay. Where? Where? Naturally. Everybody must be thirsty in the desert. Because there is no water in the desert. There is dryness. There is object heat in the desert. So in the, in the wilderness, in the desert. Okay, let us finish it. And then what happened? Look at the next one. He said, and he did what? He, for, for he caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them. impossibilities are becoming possible. Do you believe it? I'm speaking prophetically. And they tested not when he led them. So if the Lord leads you, what is naturally impossible becomes possible. And the next one, what is impossible becomes possible. So there are things that are naturally impossible and there are things that are naturally and supernaturally impossible. But when the Lord leads you, they become possible. There are things that your family can never achieve. Naturally, there are certain backgrounds when you come from, there are certain things you can never have. But when the Lord leads you, Bible says, and they tested not. Somebody say, I will not test again. Because of divine direction. Because when the Lord leads you, his divine nature makes way 
ahead of your natural path. And I'm praying for somebody listening to me tonight. May the divine nature of God make way for somebody in the natural instances in Jesus' name. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 26. If you have it, we can read it. It's so powerful. Praise the name of Jesus. He said, and um, is it 36? Give it to me in 36 and then let me see. Deuteronomy chapter 2. A very powerful scripture. And then, is there? Yes. Can we already? When the Lord led them, look at what happened. See, look at what happened. He said, from Aroa, which is by the brink of the river Arnon, a very vast land, and from the city that is by the river, even unto Gilead, there was not one city too strong for us. When the Lord led them, there was not one city too strong for us. Why? For the Lord our God delivered all. Somebody say all. all. How many? So what you and I need is divine direction. When the Lord leads us, there is no city too strong for us. There is no cause too strong for us. There is no situation. There is no verdict too strong for us. A couple of, a couple of, um, probably about two or so weeks ago, a dear daughter visited. She is called Comfort Ashon. Now, I know she's online. She shared a testimony with me. Now, when she came, she said she had gone to the hospital. They had diagnosed her with cysts and all these kind of growths. She said, ah, this cannot be your life. Listen, the fact that you are living the supernatural order of life doesn't mean that the enemy will not come against you. But the truth is that you will overcome. Do you understand it? When the enemy comes against somebody not living the supernatural life, the enemy overcomes them. But you, you overcome. The Bible said that when the enemy comes, the spirit of the Lord will do what? Will raise up a standard against. So we prayed. Administered communion. Today she went to the hospital. They said we can't find anything again. She shared her own testimony with me. She's called Confortation. She's on the prayer line. They said, we can't find anything. In the mighty name of Jesus, if there is anything that has been found, whether in your life, whether in your health, whether in your relationship, whether in your academics, whether in your physical, social life, that must become a hindrance and an impediment. May the God of the supernatural remove it and clear it in Jesus' name. The Lord said, I will go before you and I will make the crooked path straight. Every crookedness is being made straight in Jesus' name. So what is divine direction? Let me give you about five definitions. Number one, divine direction is the roadmap of God for a person or a people. The roadmap of God. The roadmap of God. In other words, the GPS of God for a person or for a people. So it could be for an individual, it could be for a family, it could be for a ministry, it could be for a nation. It could be for a group of people. Hallelujah. The roadmap of God for a person or people to their rightful destiny. Psalm 16 and verse number 11. He said, you will show me the path of life. Psalm 16 verse 11. Very powerful scripture. Look at it on the board. 
you will show me the path of life somebody say there is a path of life you can't find it through school yeah you can't find it through geography how if i'm able to travel to saskatchewan everything is going to be fine that is a lie if the lord doesn't tell you to go there you you'll be surprised you'll be surprised amen you, they can put you in the <laughs> in the imf you will still drain down praise the name of jesus amen but when the lord tells you go to the desert don't worry somebody say don't worry so all that we need is the roadmap of god he said you will show me the path of life when the lord shows you the path of life he said in his presence is fullness of joy now the path of life that the lord will show you has his presence there hallelujah the lord shows you the path of life his presence is there and then he says that because his presence is that there is fullness of joy and at his right hand somebody said there are pleasures forevermore hallelujah see i live in prosperity do you believe it because at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore hallelujah look at psalm 32 and verse number eight i'll give you a couple of scriptures the path of life is the gps of god the roadmap of god for an individual and listen the path of life for you is different from the path of life for somebody else many times people live other people's path of life yeah so you realize that oh oh but this is what my brother did and and then he made it so let me also do it the lord has not sent you to build a hospital you saw one church building a hospital you said we are also building a hospital you will be the first patient you will be the first patient to be admitted praise the name of jesus because the lord didn't send you on that path and listen the calling of god is progressive okay when you are working with God, it is progressive. The Lord will not tell you everything per time. He will tell you, come up. When you are up, then he will say, come up further. That means take one more step. And then he will tell you. So the Lord will tell you, Set, start me up a people. Then in the process, the Lord will tell you. Now, the people that you have start me with, start a school with it. Then the Lord will tell you, do this. The, if the Lord doesn't tell you and then you do it, you'll be surprised. One day there was a great man of God. And they were building, they had built an university. It's called Bishop David Oyedepo. They had built a powerful university. It's called Covenant University. Now, they were building a student chapel that will sit 3,000 students for every service. Now, guess what? They started this building. Very powerful foundation of course if it is if it is a 3,000-seater auditorium you must understand how much will go into the foundation and everything they raised the foundation they got to the, the the foundation was done and now all of a sudden resources ceased nothing was happening hey and then he started praying and the lord said the roadmap that i gave you that is not how you are building it and then he said, Lord, what was the roadmap you gave me? And the Lord said, the building must be in the shape of letter D. The letter D. How many of you have heard? Yeah. The letter D, meaning dominion. Ah. 
He went back to the architects. He said, listen, everything that you have built, raise everything down. His, his people thought he was crazy. You see, brothers and sisters, when you are working with God, understand that it is not democratic. Please write it. Many people think working with God is democratic. When you are working with God, it is theocratic. Theocracy. It means God determines. It means God determines. That is why he said that if you are not able to receive the kingdom as a child, you cannot enter in. When you are working with God and you want to see the supernatural, understand that it is not a democratic dispensation. Okay, what do you think? 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 This one said that if right now, listen, brothers and sisters, if right now we even say that, okay, um, we want to decide that uh, we want to find out the time that service must start. Charles may say that let's start at 6. Mommy may say let's start at 8. Chantel may say let's start at 9. Confusing at all. Do you understand? When you are working with God, brothers and sisters, understand this principle of theocracy. Lord, what are you saying? What must I do? When you subject yourself to it, I'm telling you, the supernatural order of life will be your portion. And I'm seeing it happening in Jesus, blessed and mighty name. So, he told them, and they raised down everything. Now, when they raised down, a Muslim was driving past, and he saw, he said, ah, why have they raised this foundation, and then they have destroyed it again? A Muslim, not even a Christian. And then the person said, well, um, um, a man of God says that the Lord said this is not the design. But he said, ah, this must cost you. He said, can you tell pastor I want to see him? They went to call pastor. Pastor came. And then he said, ha, I hear you say the Lord said a Muslim. He said, if the Lord said it, then I want to help. Sign the check, one million dollars. I'm telling you, life. You see, if God, listen, the Lord can use Satan to work for him. When you read Isaiah 45, there was an unbeliever there called Cyrus. Bible said that that saith the Lord unto Cyrus, whose, whom he has anointed. The Lord anointed Cyrus. You see, when, all you need is divine direction. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. When you are led divinely, Bible said that I will instruct you and teach you in the way. Somebody say in the way which you must go. Praise the name of Jesus. May the Lord bring us the GPS in Jesus' mighty name. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse number 11. He said, I have taught thee in the way, in the way of wisdom, and I have led you in the right path. So, divine direction is the roadmap of God or the GPS of God for a person or for a people so that they will arrive in their rightful destiny. Number two, what is divine direction? The second definition I got from the scriptures for divine direction is divine direction is the leading of God in the affairs of a person or a people. Psalm 23. You see? The roadmap is different from the leadings. All these definitions have varying meaning, but they all mean divine direction. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. 
I shall not want. We are reading all the way to the end, verse 6. Now, he said that, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Somebody say, he lead me. Hallelujah. When the Lord, he said, he leads me beside the still waters. Verse, verse 3. He leads me beside the still waters. In the affairs of men, in the affairs of a group, when the Lord is the one leading, he said, and he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. So even to walk in righteousness, the Lord must lead you. Hallelujah. May the Lord lead us in Jesus' name. Verse number four. For his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why would you fear evil? Because the Lord is leading you. You will not fear any evil. If the Lord is leading you and you are even in the path or in the valley of the shadow of death, ladies and gentlemen, don't bat an eye to fear. Because the Lord is leading you. Hallelujah. If you are working with a child and there are dogs that are barking, as long as you are confident, the child is also confident. That is how the Lord is. When the Lord leads you, the reason why sometimes people shake ba, 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 in the valley of the shadow of death is because they think they are there alone. Or they have not subjected themselves to the leadership of the Lord. So they get there and they say, how did I find myself here? But you know something? If the Lord is leading you and you are in the valley of the shadow of death, understand that some people orchestrated the valley of the shadow of death. That is why the next verse, look at the next verse. He said that, that verse number five, he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. When the Lord leads you, every shadow of death becomes a party ground. It becomes a party ground. That is why in Genesis chapter 50 verse 20, you remember what Joseph said? He said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Something that was meant for evil is becoming your good in Jesus' name. Ah, 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 ah. Somebody didn't believe it. Tonight is a prophetic service. Oh. I said, something that was meant to break you and to destroy you will lift you up in Jesus' name. It will be a party time for you, for your children, for your children's children in the mighty name of Jesus. Because when the Lord leads you, what is supposed to bring you down, what is supposed to destroy you, actually promotes you. And you see, the Lord does that so that men will know that God is there. And that God is with you. I'm talking to people who have entered into the valley of the shadow of death. And you see, the reason why the Lord prepares a table before you. In the presence of your enemies and anoint your head with oil so that your cup will run over is because the Lord will carry you. In the valley of the shadow of death, the Lord does not allow you to walk. He carries you. But you will be in the valley of the shadow of death, but he will be carrying you. Hallelujah. Have you not carried a child in darkness and then they gripped onto you? They gripped onto you. And then you put your hand at their back. He said, don't worry, I got you. I got you. I got you. Hallelujah. The Lord got somebody tonight. The Lord got a family tonight. The Lord got somebody tonight. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Number three. What is divine direction? Number three. It is the revealed ways of God for a person or for a people. Woo. I love this one. The revealed there is a revealed way, Freda. 
Go with me to the book of Psalm 103 and verse number 7. In Psalm 103 verse 7, we see why Moses was different from the rest. Ah! Moses was with the children of Israel. But he was so different from them. One man, one time, some people gang up against him. The Lord came to them. He said, in, in Numbers chapter 12, he said, why were you not afraid to gang up against my servant? He said, he's your servant, but we are his brother and his sister. He said, no, 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 no. no. What was the secret of Moses? Look at Psalm 103 and verse number 7. Somebody said, he made known his ways. Oh, you are not reading it with vigor and power. <laughs> say, he made known his ways. Unto who? What about the children of Israel? What did he show them? Uh-huh. The difference between Moses and the, the rest is that the rest saw the act of God. They saw the things that God can do. But Moses knew the ways of the Lord. Do you understand it? <laughs> Moses knew the secret of the Lord. To know the ways of the Lord means to know the secret of the Lord. The rest only saw the act. But Moses was a feaster of the secrets of the Lord. Bible said that he made known his ways. There was never a time that God did something he didn't mention it to Moses. When divinely the Lord is leading you, he make known his ways. He make known his ways unto you. He will be at a place there is disaster coming, the Lord tells you. What was the difference between, and I always use this, what was the difference between Lot and then Abraham? One knew the act of God. Lot saw the act of God. Because the Bible said that Lot was blessed. Just like, Moses, just like Abraham was blessed. But Abraham knew the ways. One day God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot was in Sodom and Gomorrah. He didn't know that in 24 hours the land was going to be destroyed. But the Lord went to Mesopotamia. Far away. To somebody who was there. Like there is going to be destruction. In a certain country. In another continent. And the Lord comes to Memphisboro And begin to talk to Holy Hill Chapel. And begin to talk to members of Holy Hill Chapel. He begin to say that. Intercede for that city. Intercede for that country. Because destruction is coming. That is what I am talking about. When the Lord reveals his ways. To you. You are being led by divine mandate and from tonight the lord will reveal his ways unto somebody things that will be happening in your family the lord will show you listen brothers and sisters, wait the lord always want to tell us what is about to happen please don't think that the lord doesn't want to do that in fact the lord is always speaking but there is so much noise around us so we can't hear the reason why I believe Lord couldn't hear was because there was so much noise in Sodom and Gomorrah. And I'm not talking about just physical noise. I'm talking about a lot of distractions. So that he couldn't hear. The Bible said that. How did Moses hear? I mean, how did Abraham hear? Number one, when you start reading from Genesis chapter 18, the Bible said that in the heat of the day, he was seated at the entrance of his tent. What was he doing? He was meditating thinking and all of a sudden he saw three men coming and because he was meditating because he was out of destruction all of a sudden he, he perceived and he saw that these are not just men they are angels and the angels revealed to him the ways of God 
when you come to the place of spending time with God, the Lord reveals his ways to you. So divine direction is receiving the revealed ways of God for a person or for a people. Number four, what is divine direction? Divine direction is the way, not a way. Listen very well. The way that a person or a group of people should go in order to see all that God has prepared for them. Somebody say, the way. Or if you want to be very American, I say, the way. Yeah, hallelujah. There is always a way. And there is always the way. Yeah. A way is always very convenient and not costly. But the way is always inconveniencing and very costly. And very demanding. That is why, I, I should say it again. I'll say it again so that you can write. I said, divine direction is when the way, not a way, is revealed to a person. I mean, the way that a person should go or a group of people should go in order to see all that God has prepared for them or him is called divine direction. Look at Exodus chapter 23 and verse number 20. The Lord specifically said it. He said, <laughs> Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you. Somebody say, in the way. Not a way. When you are in a way, you will miss what has been prepared for you. You will only see it in the way. In the way. In the way. Somebody say, in the way. So say, Heavenly Father, divinely lead me in the way. Now, when the Lord leads you in that way, not in a way, in that way, you, he will surely bring you into the place. And when the Lord brings you, Chantel, to the place, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. You see? Now, please, let me stay here for two minutes. Listen. The reason why it is important for the Lord to lead you in the way is because the intention of the enemy is to check you out from the place that God has meant for you. Yeah. The devil will check you out. The devil is interested in checking you out from the place. But the only way he can do that is to make you mix the way for a way. Hallelujah. Sometimes the Lord can give somebody dreams and confirmation upon confirmation upon confirmation. Remember, I've told you that if you are in the way, it is costly. But if, don't forget this, please write it. If you, it is very, very important to me. If you are in the way, the way, it is costly. It is costly because the enemy will want to check you out. The only thing that the enemy wants is to check you out from the way. The way, not a way. He will even sponsor you when you are in a way. Because he knows that as long as you are in a way, you will not get and you will not see the things that God has prepared for you. Except when you are in the way. So sometimes the enemy can let offenses, unnecessary things, offenses, pain, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, they will all come in to check you out from the place. 
But when the Lord is leading you, my goodness, it may be costly, but it will bring you to the place. And when you are in the place, all things will work together for your good. And I see all things working together for somebody's good tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. Sometimes, one day I was talking to somebody and then the person told me, I said, what is your decision concerning this thing? And then the person said, well, I gave myself three months to find a confirmation. On I said, hey, 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 you don't need three months. The Lord has already given you many, many, many dreams. Take a decision now. Take a decision now. You don't need three months. It is your heart that is being, co- it, that is being contaminated by the devil. You don't need a time to, because if you are in the way, you know you are in the way. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. And if you are in a way, you will know that you are in a way. Hallelujah. So you don't need confirmation. When the Lord has given you dreams upon dreams, visions upon visions, all of a sudden now, it is now that you want to know whether you are in the right path of the Lord or not. My friend, tell somebody, my friend, Sometimes, you see, we want to satisfy our parochial interest. We want to satisfy and justify our personal interest. So even when the Lord is talking, we, we, you see, listen, Diona, sometimes we want God to say what we want him to say. We want God to confirm what, Lord, what do you think about this beautiful lady for me? You see, by the time you come, the way you present the whole thing, it's already... If even the Lord says no, you will fight the Lord. Sometimes we just present the thing. Lord, confirm it. But the Lord doesn't do that. Amen. (laughs) Is it synchronizing with somebody? Yeah. Many times we want the Lord to confirm what we want him to confirm. So when we come, we don't come for his opinion. We come for him to confirm our opinion. Yeah. Lord, the Lord said, I've spoken to you. I gave you this dream. I gave you this confirmation. In the Bible, the maximum time that the Lord will always give a confirmation is twice. Twice. After that, he said, I will, my spirit will no longer strive with men. Yeah. And you see, one of the things that will let you know that you are in a way, not in the way, is that all of a sudden, you realize that your heart has been corrupted. Yeah. When you see people whose hearts have been corrupted, beware of them. Now, all of a sudden, they will start, okay, I am friends with uh, LP Agnes and friends with Mama Chantel and then friends with you and then friends with, and all of a sudden, when somebody's heart is corrupted, you see that the person will now, the same thing that, the same person that has been a blessing to him or her, the person will now start saying very bitter things. Be careful. Because, yeah, because, because the heart is, you, you see, listen, brothers and sisters, your heart can easily be corrupted. Bible said that, your heart with all diligence it can easily be corrupted without you knowing when you see people whose heart have been corrupted run away from them for your own sake because listen i told you about something called the gates of hell the gates of hell is not in hell it is around you it means an access or avenue through which the enemy can visit you that is what is called the gates of hell Sometimes we think the gates of hell is some devil lying in hell. No. It is around you. It means an access that the enemy can hit you. Yeah. So it can be somebody. Peter nearly became the gates of hell. 
when Jesus said, I got to go to the, 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 the cross and die. He said, Jesus, you will not go to the cross and die. You will not go to the cross and die. Who multiplied bread for us? He was not talking with respect to the salvation of mankind. He was talking with respect to what he was going to get. One day I was with you, you made me walk on the sea. Now all of a sudden, we have left all, we are following you. And all of a sudden, you say that you are going to die. Nonsense. Jesus, nonsense. You won't die. Jesus saw that the guy had become the gates of hell. Hell wanted to intimidate and abort the mandate of God through the person. Jesus said, I rebuke you, Satan. Get it behind me. When you see people who have been blessed by something and then they become so bitter and angry and they begin to sow this call, watch them. Watch them. Because when the devil, when the devil sees that somebody is going down, he wants many people to go down with the person. He can use anything. Hallelujah. That is why me, I don't listen to bad news. If you come to me telling me about somebody, I call the person, I put it on loudspeaker. I say, let us all talk. Sister Didi, brother A, B, and C says this and that. He's sitting right in front of me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because otherwise, my, because when you come, or when the person comes, the person will say something that will be justifying to the person. The intention is to corrupt your heart. So all of a sudden, the person has not done anything to you. Now you see the person, you are angry. Because your heart has been... Listen, tell somebody, guard your heart. With all diligence. Yeah. Bible says that the heart is deceptive deceitful he said who he said the heart is desperately wicked and above all things deceitful who can understand it so guard your heart guard your heart praise the name of jesus so when the lord is sending you he send you in the way to the place the way to the place when the lord tells you this is the place when we were looking for a place i used to drive throughout the night some of the time throughout the night and by that time we were in Anyok so I'll be driving through Anyok Smyrna and then Laverne all those areas I, I could go to a spot and pray and pray and pray pour oil on the ground I said Lord open the door and then one day after a Sunday service in the home cathedral I told my people I said we are all going out today to look for a place so we got on the 840 and then whilst we were there, I saw a building. And then I saw a number. And I called. So when I called, I, I left a voicemail. The following Monday, I received a call back. And then the lady said, that place that you want um, is already gone. But then there is another place that can be used for a church. And I said, okay, give me the address. So I drove here. When I came and I saw, it was so far away from me. I said, hey. It was so far away for me. I said, I, not far away as in driving, but where I was thinking the location was. And I said, Lord, it should be around Smyrna area or Antioch or areas around there. The Lord said, this is the place. So I told them, I said, okay, we want it. They gave us the price. We didn't have a bank account. We didn't have a bank account. We had nothing. They mentioned 2,000 plus. Hey! Praise the name of Jesus. But the Lord said, this 
is the place. Ladies and gentlemen, we didn't have any document or whatever. By that time, we had not yet received um, our credential as a church from Assemblies of God. So we, and it is not for an individual. So now they gave us the paperwork. We applied. They said, they said, our how many months bank statement did they say they wanted? They said three, three months bank statement. I said, even the accounts, we don't have some. But, and then I sent the lady a message. I said, but the Lord told me that this is the place. She read the text message. She said, bring the application. We sign it. LPRB signed one. Um, uh, uh, our signed one. We all signed. We carried it there. They said, we have approved it. Even the amount that we're supposed to pay, they reduced it. From that day to tomorrow, we have never lacked. If, listen, if the Lord puts you in the place, be careful you don't go away from the place. If there is anything, the devil, if you didn't hear anything tonight, listen to me. What the enemy want to check you out from is the place. Because it is in the place that everything that you need is there. Yeah. If you are on the Northwest Broad Street, there are things you don't have to pray for. Many people are in the wrong places. When the Lord put them in the right place, they want to jump off board. Because being in the right place, listen, the reason why it may be difficult is because the devil wants to check you out. So it will make many, many things uncomfortable for you. Can you imagine in the ark of, of Noah? If they wanted to jump out of the ark into the, the river because the place is too hot. Or they say that the, the, the ark is smelling. All these animals are pooping. Human beings are pooping. Nobody's bathing 40 days, 40 nights. My friend, that thing is not comfortable. But it is the safest place. Jump out of the place you are dead. You may feel like, woo, it is good out here. There is fresh air. Let me jump into the water and swim a, a little. That will be your end. The greatest blessing you can ever have is to be at the place. The place. The place. One of the things that surprises me is sometimes people who tell me that, oh, man of God, I had a dream about this person or that thing or that place that the Lord said this and that and that. And all of a sudden, after some time, they come and then they say that, eh, this, eh, eh, it is not the right thing. So what God spoke to you? Because God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. And the most, the most disastrous thing for such people is that when, you see, please beware. Sometimes when the, the heart is corrupted, they will want to corrupt your heart too. If my heart is corrupted, I will want to corrupt your heart. It is natural. That is how the human nature is. Praise the name of Jesus. I'm talking about divine direction. If the Lord is divinely leading you, let no human being, dead or alive, man or woman, dissuade you from there. Because you will miss. Sometimes, people will just be one step away from a major blessing. The devil sees it. You will not see it. Bible said that when Jesus was born, wise men saw his star. But his parents thought that they had given birth to a normal baby. Wise men means people who can see. The enemy can see. And he sees it. He knows that glory, your blessing is just around the corner. And then he will enter into your heart and infiltrate you. That is why, listen, brothers and sisters, there's always a statement I make. Don't let any 
horizontal association affect your vertical association yeah yeah amen not even marriage somebody say not even marriage because it is marriage is an a convenience only here on earth when we go to heaven we don't marry you no 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 there is no marriage in heaven praise the name of jesus so either i help you up or i go up and leave you if you want to stay there because when we appear jesus said two people will be lying on the bed i'll pick one and leave the other amen yeah. my, my my husband has backslidden so i'm also backsliding hey no 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 i'll keep front sliding peradventure i will help you i won't backslide hallelujah my friend said that this and that and that so me too no somebody say no, no. hallelujah so they revealed that the, the way not a way that a person should go in order to see all that god has for him or for them the way leads to the place and your way is different from another person's way exodus chapter 13 look at from verse number 17 exodus 13 reading from verse number 17 to 22 look at that oh thank you for that scripture the heart is so deceitful now look at that he said and it came to pass when pharaoh had let the people go that god led them not in the way of the land of the philistines so there was the way of the land of the philistines there was the way of ajua sam jemima and there is the way of desiree nelly it is not the same oh we are closest friends so where she's going i'm also going no did the lord say that if the lord said that follow but if the lord did not say that ask the lord lord because listen because we may all be arriving at the same destination but the route will be different yeah don't say that oh baby we are all going to the same place yes we are all going to the same place but your route may be different from my route but we are all going to the same place hallelujah praise the name of jesus that is why even children of the same parent one can become an architect one can become an engineer one can become a this one can become a that because the routes are not the same but they will all succeed hallelujah now look at that verse 17 not the not through the way of the philistines although that was near for god said let's peradventure the people repent when they see war and then they will return to egypt but god let the people somebody say god let the people about through the way of the wilderness so there, there was the way of the philistines and there was the way of the wilderness but the Lord chose to lead them through the way of the wilderness. Because he was going to give them a city that they had not worked for. Look at Psalm, look at Psalm 107 and verse number 7. Psalm 107 and verse number 7. He led them to go and give them a city that they had not worked for. My goodness. And he led them forth by the right way. That they might go to a city of habitation. It may be through the way of the wilderness, but you enter into the city of your habitation. And I pray for somebody listening to me tonight, whether online or in-house. May the Lord lead you by the way. May the Lord lead you by the way. The way that he has customized for you. 
in the mighty name of jesus in case you are on the wrong route in case somebody is trying with a default heart to channel you on the wrong track and on the wrong route may the lord reposition you in jesus name shout me a believing amen can you rise up on your feet I will continue on Sunday because of my time. On Sunday, I will talk about how does God lead us divinely. And I will talk about who qualifies to be led divinely. And I will talk about the blessings of divine direction. You don't want to miss it. I'm telling you. I want us to pray. Uh, your prayer tonight must be, Father, lead me in the way. Listen, in the way that you have for me. In the way that you have for me. It will change everything. And the good news is that God wants to lead us. Yeah. If you are only born again, the Lord wants to lead you. Of course, if you are not born again, you are already outside. You need to come in before the Lord can lead you. Before the Lord, because he only leads those who are connected to him. Remember, I said that the supernatural life is the restoration of the original intention why God created man. And it is a reconnection to the Lord. So once you are connected to the Lord, all that you need now are the keys. And one of the major keys is divine direction. Say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, lead me divinely into the place that you have prepared for me. And when you bring me there, stay me there in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Can you pray in the next two minutes? That Father in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the intention of the enemy is to check you out from the way. Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Keep me in the way. Keep me in the way. Keep me in the way. To the place that you have prepared for me. Labrado Shandalabaya, Lebrado Shanderebrebek, Mahanda Dabaya, Kabantolobo Shandadia, lift up your voice and pray. Lebrada Santa, lead me in the way, lead me in the way, lead me in the way. Lebrado Shantalaba, one of the things that will let you know that you are not on the way is when you become so complaining about almost everything, you got to be careful because you might not be in the way you might be walking in another way and you may not find the thing that you are looking for so pray lord help me to be in the way in the way in the way in the way lay your hand on your heart this is a very sensitive prayer many people are not arriving they are frustrated in the kingdom because they are walking in a way but not in the way but because they are moving they don't know that they are in just a way help us oh lord help my heart oh lord help us oh lord as an individual as a ministry as a church as a family help us to be in the way in the way bible said that when the lord led them they tested not when the lord led them they tested not when the lord led them they tested not shabakabataha lebrado sandadiakapa ebrando siatabantalaba 
Mande de brason de debebekaba, labrando santa diacapa. The prodigal son. He thought he had a way until life began whipping him. He said, I will go back. I don't want to be like the prodigal son. I want to be in the way. Lord, in the way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me pray. With our hands on our heart. Oh Lord. We pray. Lead us in the way. Lord. Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 10. In verse 23. He said. He said. It is not in a man. Whose breath. Is in his nose. To direct his path. He said it is not. That a man. Can direct his own path. That is why the Lord leads us. And when you read the book of Psalm 37 and verse number 23, Bible said that the path of the righteous is ordered by the Lord so that his steps will not slip. Father, in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, please lead us. When you lead us, we will not slip. When you lead us, we will not fail. When you lead us, we will not make errors, pardonable errors. When you lead us in the valley of the shadow of death, it will become our party grounds. In the presence of our enemies, our caps will run over. I pray anybody not being led under this sound of mine, Lord, I pray may you reroute us and cause us to be led by you. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. In case somebody is on the wrong path. And Lord, it is costing the person health. It's costing the person even longevity. Costing the person resources. Reroute. 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 Somebody shout. Reroute. Come on, shout it for the second time. Reroute. For the third time, shout. Reroute. For the fourth time, shout. Reroute. For the fifth time, shout reroute. For the sixth time, shout reroute. For the seventh and final time, shout reroute. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, let there be joy once again. When the prodigal son went home, there was joy overflow. We decree and declare that we are blessed in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Somebody shout me a believing amen. Give a clap unto the Lord. Take your seat in heavenly places. I want to thank you. God bless you for coming. And all of you that came early for the sound checks and all that, I want to say a very big God bless you. And all of you committed to the Monday, pushing it. May the Lord push your lives in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. We want to receive an offering for the Lord. If you brought an offering for the Lord, I want you to lift it up unto the Lord. You are saying that, Father, thank you for everything that you have done bible says that we honor the lord when you read the book of proverbs chapter 3 and verse number 9 and 10 he said honor the lord with your substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase so we honor the lord with our substance whenever we are giving we honor the lord with our substance and he said that with the first fruit of your increase and verse number 10 says that and so shall your barns overflow please lift it up 
and your vats shall burst with new wine. Father, we thank you for the grace of giving. Please receive it with all thanksgiving. Let the seed be blessed. The ground is blessed. The harvest is guaranteed and assured. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Please, let's drop it. When you want to give, you can use tightly. Just text the word GIVE to the number 833-859-4117. If you want to do by PayPal, look out on holyhilltn at gmail.com. If you want to do by Cash App or Zelle, use the number 720-645-6629. And then if you want to write a check, the name of Holy Hill. If you have your card, your cash card, and you want to give by swiping, please, you just go behind there. They have the cash machine there, and then you can do it. But the Lord bless you for generously giving. We thank God for your giving. By it, much is being accomplished. And the Lord will keep blessing us day in and day out. See me a believing. Amen. When you are done giving, I want you to lift up your communion. What is the communion? One of the ways that the Lord brings divine direction is by the communion, the body and the blood. Bible says that when you read the book of Luke chapter 24 and verse number 30, 31, Bible says that when they had eaten the communion, when Jesus blessed the bread and broke it and they had eaten it, their eyes were open and they knew him. The communion brings divine direction. Father, we bless the bread. We receive it with all thanksgiving. When Jesus blessed it, he broke it and he said, it is my body. And then when he blessed the cup, he said, it is my blood. We receive it as the body of Christ. I want you to break it. The bread is now the body. And then the cup blessed, it is now the blood of Jesus. Let's eat and drink together. Hallelujah. God bless each and every one of you tremendously. The Lord favor you for being a good steward of your time, spending portion of it in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. The prayer line will be active 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. And of course, we will be here on Friday at 7 p.m. to pray. If you are available, please join us. Prayer is very important. On the altar of prayer, the Lord brings direction. Hallelujah. And please mark your calendar. Next month from August 24th. 24th. It wasn't 22nd. 24th. August 24th all the way to the 28th. But we will have the three nights of vengeance and then we will crown it on the Sunday. We'll have three nights of vengeance is going to be prayers and fasting it's going to be so powerful it's going to be very prophetic and we need to recover certain things hallelujah jesus blessed and mighty name shall we be on our feet god bless and favor you the lord empower and strengthen you you will not be swayed from the way you will not miss the place because your blessing is in the way to the place and at the place the lord keep you the Lord empower you. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord glorify you. Cause your forehead to be harder than that of your enemies. And cause you to possess over and above in Jesus' name. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. 
the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Amen. God bless you. I will see you on the prayer line. God bless you and bye-bye.